0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2%
2: You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. There's
1: plenty to celebrate in March and ex. Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy, and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
3: Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, Lavar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, six to nine a.m. Eastern, or.
4: we got another hit piece in the world of sports. We are going to get to that coming up here just a couple of moments from now. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so, and we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR. If you have missed a wild first hour of the program, um lavar went fishing for compliments uh we talked about uh hand size uh, uh saving a, private a, ryan yeah. a movie
5: that which you have not seen yeah, i have not seen time
4: uh, people think i'm i'm making that up by the way like i'm lying about uh, it that'd
5: but, be that'd be something you'd do <laughs>
4: why why would i lie about not seeing saving private ryan Man, why would you because, admit it
5: i
3: think well, it's more he, more alarming
4: he, he
5: w- He would because he thinks it'd make a good radio bit. Okay, okay. well,
4: no, that's not true. Well, that is kind of well, that is kind of true. Okay, but but that's not what I'm doing here. It is a good bit. Um. Did it win any awards? Aren't the Oscars coming up this weekend? Uh, lead oh, the lap is our, uh, is our Oscars insider. Lee, what cares. awards did uh, did this uh, Saving um, Ryan's Privates or whatever it is oh, uh, wow. win? What is that?
6: it? Wow. It won everything. It won Best Picture. I think it won Best Director well. for Steven Spielberg. Uh, it, it cleaned up.
4: <laughs> I'll get around to it sometime. Uh, if it's that popular, who knows? Gosh, uh, you
5: are a jackass. <laughs> you know what, too? I believe it came out, what, 98? Like that's right in your wheelhouse. Your, your '80s and '90s movie references. Somehow you skipped over this one.
4: Yeah. Well, so. listen. Uh, you know, I'm uh, watching more important uh, Tom Hanks movies, like The Burbs. Uh, you know, uh, other good stuff like
3: that. Splash. No. I
5: mean, no. you didn't even mention Big. Big was like yeah, an old Big. Timer for Tom Big Hanks. is a Big, good
3: one. Agreed. Cast Away.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Wilson.
4: I mean, it's, it's, some guy having an affair with a volleyball. Wilson! Not really in. No! Yeah. Wilson! It's a little bit, a little bit At, weird. Actually, update here. It did not win Best
7: Picture. It lost to Shakespeare in Love.
4: Oh, so I won't be seeing it then. I'm sorry. I only I only watched the good flicks. Have you so seen Shakespeare out. in Love? I don't want to talk about that oh, okay, right now. Okay, all right. It's we'll hour four. I'll break oh, down okay. my, uh, right. my Shakespeare just, in just Love. Ask
3: just ask just
4: uh, All right. So you, you want to talk about a uh, a hit piece. Okay. Um, who knew that we needed another story about how bad the Urban Meyer era was in Jacksonville, but uh, the Athletic provided it uh, yesterday a uh, a lengthy uh, hit piece on uh you know from uh people that were inside the building talking about how bad it was, how toxic it was, uh that Urban Meyer was um you know using abusive language to people, uh that it was uh, not only players but it was uh, coaches on the staff. Uh apparently also uh, according to this report from the Athletic, um you know, he wasn't even familiar with who Aaron Donald was or Debo Samuel or Jamal Adams. Uh, and just, I mean, it ran the gamut, everything from, uh, not knowing who these people were to not knowing how to treat people, uh, to, uh, you know, alienating the team at times. I mean, just, uh, all of this, uh, from the athletic. Uh, so, uh, so again, uh, it had been a few months, but apparently, uh, urban Meyer back in the, uh, the news cycle here as this hit piece comes out from the athletic. So there's that.
5: LeVar, Jonas and I were talking yesterday a little bit about this piece, and Jonas said to me, he goes, what does it matter? He's <laughs> gone. He's fired. And, and I, I kind of thought to myself, he's right in the sense of, like if the Jags don't win or improve, what does it matter? I mean, is it, more, it, it makes it more about him and someone writing a hit piece on him than it does about the Jaguars moving forward. And that's what I kind of find interesting. I mean, outside of the fact that I think it highlighted, um, you know, the, the way in which maybe college coaches view coaching and, and how to structure things as opposed to the NFL. And, and I don't even know if that's necessarily the case, to be quite honest with you. But the reality is when you see an article like this, and I'm sure it won't be the last, what's, what's the point? What's the prerogative? Is it, is it just to try to discredit him? He's already gone. Or is there something bigger? Like, I, mm. I like I wouldn't be shocked if ESPN doesn't come out with an article because I think ESPN wants to, you know, try to make it so his reputation is harmed to the point that he can't come back and do TV. He can't yeah. go back and do other things. Oof. I think that's, and you can call it a conspiracy theory all you want, I think that's what this is more about. It's interesting.
3: I, I mean, I guess when you look at it, Urban Meyer has been such a polarizing figure for, for so long when you win people try to figure out why you win and and people created a narrative about urban a very long time ago you know whether they were talking about his turbulent relationship with his father or his quirky his quirkiness with his personality i mean those things they go way back into like you know what 2009 2008 2010 those type of er- areas of time and why the timing of it now, uh, you know, it beats me. But I think that when people are doing stories and they're putting putting things out there, sometimes they don't think through something to that effect uh, of what damage you could be doing to that person. Again, I I, I always reference this. My, my father sat us down and made us watch a movie. It's called Absence of Malice. And it was just a story about his old, old time movie, but it just talks about how the story um, stories become more important than the person. And you don't realize, or you lose sight of the fact that that person has feelings or that person has a family. It could impact his family, it could in- impact his wife, could impact his kids, could impact his grandkids, but the story nonetheless, you know, ensues. So to me, when I look at urban Meyer, I think because If you use certain names, like if you said something, this tells me, gives me some insight to Bill Belichick. People are going to click on it. People are going to read it. If you said, oh, this popped up about Nick Saban, people are going to read it. Urban Meyer is in that same conversation in terms of if you say his name, people are going to read it. And and whether it's accurate, whether it's an opinion piece, whether it's a knockdown piece, whatever it is, people are going to read it. And 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 for, for good or for bad, I mean, when you're successful in life and you do great things, you know, people are always looking to read the downfall of of these type of people. They're always looking to find out that they're not as perfect as we thought they were. So Urban Meyer seems to be a recipient of media wanting to find a way to, to diminish what he's done for some strange reason. I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's wronged somebody at some point. But for some strange reason, Urban Meyer has always been a target of hit pieces. It, it, the thing that bothers me about this is that because
4: it's Urban Meyer and people have had it out for him, they don't have any sort of context to the conversation from some of these quotes that are in the article. We all agree that his time in the NFL, it, it was a disaster. It could not have gone worse for Urban Meyer and what happened in Jacksonville. And, and you know, he's gone and, and they moved on and he didn't even make it a year and all of that. But it was like we said it from the beginning. He was up against it at the start because people didn't want to see it happen, and so you get into some of these details. Like, well, apparently he didn't know who Aaron
3: Donald. Can like, I it, can it, I can I address that too? Give me the list. Give me the list that that they're knocking him down. Like, Aaron give me
4: Donald, the- Jamal Adams, okay. and uh, Debo, Debo Samuel. Let, let, let me let me tell you. Let me
3: let me tell series. you something, right? And you said how he talks down to people and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I, could, I, could, I don't know the percentage, and I won't give a percentage. I just know a lot of the, the, the meeting rooms I've been in, college meeting rooms, especially pro meeting rooms. If you want to talk about disparaging language, if you want to talk about dismissive language, if you want to talk about dis, disrespectful, demeaning, even maybe emasculating conversations, words, usage that is in a lot of ways has been things that you experience in football culture. So to sit there and say that and pinpoint Urban Meyer, you could pinpoint a lot of coaches, especially more old school coaches. I mean even now, like if you go around locker rooms now, you'll hear coaches and you'll and, and some and sometimes it like now that I'm more of a civilian in how I do things, it kind of catches me. Like dang, like I used to be in that in, in that environment, you know. So you could look at any coach, you could look at coaches, and and say, man, they have used that type of language towards players, towards their other coaches, towards people that work there. That it, it's kind of part of it. It's kind of part of it.
4: It's like the, the whole. Like so, the comment he made about Aaron Donald when he said, uh, "Who's this '99 guy?" Apparently, uh, you know, he might be a problem or something along those lines. Do, do people actually think urban meyer doesn't know who aaron donald is like like really like they don't think some that, people that are really
3: gifted at what they do and they don't pay attention to stuff like that they don't pay well, attention to the uh, name they pay attention to balls. The, person, yeah, the numbers they, they don't pay attention to the names they pay attention to the numbers he's the numbers.
4: busting balls
3: uh, uh, like that's the way i would take it. but even if he isn't it doesn't that doesn't justify anything is what right. i'm saying no doesn't i mean
5: He, he, he would, you know, a lot of coaches use numbers for guys. You know, I, I've been in production meetings and we've talked about numbers of players and that's how they see the game. And so I'm not making an excuse for him and and saying that whether he was joking or not, I don't know the context to all of it. I'm just saying a blanket statement. I've been in production meetings as a part of broadcasts and you'll have coaches refer to the players in the opposing team as with, with numbers. That's college, NFL, whatever you want to talk about. And they won't use their name, and in part because they could have a name that's difficult to pronounce, that they're in a week-to-week mode between the players they're recruiting in college, for example, or if you're in the NFL, the new players coming on your team, the players each week you've got to deal with that are different or have changed over the years, and you know they're, just, they're a number in a position to you. Because that's all you're really caring about is scheme. And it's, it's no disrespect to the individual that you might not know their name. It's just the fact that that's not the most efficient way for a coach to think. He's just trying to communicate as effective as possible. Hey, that guy, number 25, Get him. you need to worry about him. If he does this, yeah. You know, what I'm saying? he doesn't have to worry about his name. Because next week it's going to be a different guy. And it might be a different number, but... That guy's going to be in the same position. He's going to have that certain number, and that's what he's going to coach to. It's easier and faster to communicate that way. So coaches do that all the time. Uh, Again, I don't know the context of it, but I can tell you this. He's not the first, won't be the last for a coach to refer to a player as their number as opposed to their name or who they are. Now, if he didn't know who Aaron Donald was, that would be pretty damning. Like considering, in my opinion, he's the best player in the NFL – excluding the importance of the quarterback position, that would be pretty damning.
4: And it goes back to the, to the original question, what's the point of all this? Because and, and maybe there is something to what Brady said that you know people just don't want to see him involved at any level in football. Like, they don't want to see him involved in broadcasting. Whatever it is, like he's never going to be back in the NFL. It was it went so bad so quickly. He will never be involved in the NFL ever again. That is over. That ship is completely sailed. Like so, what's going to be suffice for people that don't like Urban Meyer? What do you want him, ban from the country? Like he's got to move to like uh, Istanbul? No, like, is because that to... he's
3: probably watched Saving Private Ryan. Oh, Okay, well he, that's fine. We won't go that Listen, far.
4: Listen, I I just at what point are you okay with the punishment? Is the, uh, he was fired? He's gone. He's been embarrassed. He's been humiliated. There's been multiple hit pieces. When when do you just move on and just you know steer your focus back on the fact that that's a, a, an awful franchise. They've been awful for years. They're trying to turn things around, and they gave it a run. It lasted less than a year, and it's over. That's it.
5: Yeah. You got to move mean, on. You'd have to think and and not to continue to peel back the layers. But the, the person or, I guess, reason behind a report like this and more reports like this coming out would have to be the firing for cause. There's money on the line, right? He signed a four- or five-year deal, whatever it was. It's a great point, Brady. And, and we're talking about money. Yeah. And so if you want to know the motivation behind it, it's, be it's it. the Jacksonville Jaguars not wanting to pay out 40 or $50 million in order to you know satisfy whatever the, the severance is, and then being able to create this image or this cloud of, of causation you know, for the firing and what he did under his conduct, whether it was what occurred in the bar in Ohio or the way he treated and the environment that he created. Because if they didn't fire him immediately after any of those acts, whether it was Chris Doyle, the strength coach, whether it was the Lambeau situation, yeah, whether it was the bar incident, if they don't fire you immediately right after it, then there becomes a certain point in time where you're allowing it to continue. And so you can't can't then fire for cause if that's the case. At least that's my interpretation of it. So that would be one reason why, too, you're seeing this resurface. You're going, timing's kind of odd. It doesn't matter anymore. He's not (laughs) their coach. They should be focusing on Doug Peterson and trying to win with him.
3: That's probably 100% what it is. The firing would cause, which none of those explanations would give reason to me for cause. It, I, I don't know who Aaron Donald is. I don't know his name. <laughs> like, that's not cause. <laughs> well, give us our money back. You don't know I'm who certain. Jamal Adams was. I, I'm certain when he was saying, who's this <laughs> so 99 dumb. guy being so disruptive? I can guarantee you, he knew by the time they were done scouting him what his name was. I mean, that's not a big to me. That's not a big deal.
4: Like he made a player cry in a meeting. That was another one part of the uh, article that uh, he uh, was so hard on a player, the player cried in a meeting. Okay, well, well, you know, I guess he should be well, fired and they should. Joe paid. Gibbs.
3: Joe Gibbs. Made, I got so upset talking to him, I, I was in tears. <laughs> Maybe we should be doing a hit job on Joe Gibbs. <laughs> Just like what do we? Come on, man. Like you know? it is. Uh, it's
4: over with. Uh, people got to get a life at some point. Uh, Alright, it is uh, two pros and a cup of joe here Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas, so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Alright, it's so coming up next, right when you thought that one team did really, really well in a recent transaction, more detail details have come out. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio Radio app.
1: There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- <laughs>
4: Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto-do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com 2Pros.
1: There's plenty to celebrate in March, and expect...
4: Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto-do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros.
1: There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex-
5: Two pros so and a fresh, cup of so Joe free. here, at Fox Sports Radio. I'll tell you what, that uh, that Dollar Shave Club was that read was so fresh and so good.
4: Hey man, Dollar yeah. Shave Club. They're legit
5: shave butter. Let's see what you did, Robert. Oh man. I see what you did. Belts, belts in potty belts that El shave Dorado's. butter by dollar shave club yeah I get it jonas I'm
3: Telling you, man let's yeah. hear your oh, let's hear your voice in real time talk about it let's yeah, hear do, let's do, hear about your that real, nice your smooth
4: lubricated strip like my my real voice like yes. not my yeah, uh, try yeah. to be cool radio let's hear, voice let's hear your real voice just a big fan of dollar shave club
3: that uh shave butter smooth smooth yeah you wanted a 1-800 number dude <laughs> you're not you're one of them dudes it's not one 900 no it was 800 okay was it 900 yeah probably uh, guy no. seven yeah i don't know okay. after after the garbage
4: you just fed me about michael douglas during the break uh
3: <laughs> i mean the, the, <laughs> i mean that's i i just told you oh, i mean berto has the movie on yeah, i yeah. told you the story <laughs> that i read once before oh. and I, I believe it was in the tabloids, so yeah. you just never know. But we, uh, it is out there. We pivoted from Pulp Fiction to Basic Instinct here in the studio, and, and it stimulates it interesting, a, uh... <laughs> great conversations. That's a know? hard,
4: that's a hard left a turn. Of, a lot of <laughs> stimulation going on. Yeah. It certainly yeah. is. has yeah. uh, mm-hmm. got problems, man. <laughs> he really does. I mean, if you're
3: really, really basing it off of the the content that he puts on the, the monitors, uh,
4: it's, uh, well, this is a problem. It's... We, we got to wait around for this the uh, third round. Is it considered third round? of the NCAA tournament, or the second weekend, but I guess the third round of the NCAA tournament. Or we got a
5: Sweet Sixteen, yeah. However you look at it,
4: so yeah. we got to wait around all these days for a Sweet Sixteen game, and so because of that, Burdo's thrown on basic instinct, and uh, the part was Zed and Pulp Fiction. It's like,
3: uh, like literally the part, yeah. Or, or you know, when Pac Man walks in on on his chick, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's always like the three same. Scenes. It's the same thing. It's
4: three scenes uh, that we get in. Hey, into. Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter
5: with you,
7: Pac-Man?
3: Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs>
7: What's the matter with you, man? Oh, no.
3: She was going for all the smoke.
7: <laughs> yes, you could tell
3: about like, you know. and so, that.
1: me, Pac-Man. Yeah, see. <laughs> this is me, too, man. <laughs>
3: See whoever that player was that that Urban made cry they did that that article for the Athletic oh and that's man. and that's how he felt you know it's right there uh, This is me
4: Urban
3: It's just hilarious
4: This is me what about me Urban. Oh, you man. know, there you go. It is uh, two pros Now it's a cup of here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we are brought to you by Discover. If you're oh. a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation, easier for me to say, from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so we do have an update. Uh, it was the major story in the NFL over the past several days, but we have got an update on that story with oh. new details that have emerged. Uh, we will get to that here coming up momentarily. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, he's our Pac-Man. He's Eddie Garcia. Hey, Pac-Man! <laughs> hey! <laughs> All right. Hola, Edmund. Uh, uh, oh, no, I, I don't know about that. I don't <laughs> know about that.
5: Uh, we got oh. news from the NFL. More quarterback <laughs> news as the Atlanta Falcons trade Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2022 third-round pick. He had spent his entire 14-year career in Atlanta, where he is that franchise's all-time leader in every major passing category. Falcons, meanwhile, signed former Titans and Raiders quarterback Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal worth $18.75 million, And the New Orleans Saints signed quarterback Jameis Winston, two-year deal worth $28 million. And also coming up, more Two Pros and a Cup of Joe in a moment. But first, this from Dollar Shave Club.
4: The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. That was worth it
2: again,
5: huh? That's good. Can't get
4: enough of that. wow. Uh.
5: I need the rest of the, the, the <laughs> segment cigarette. off. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <And> no. <laughs>
5: gosh. Back to Brady Quinn, LaVarrington, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio. let <laughs> get some of that
4: brisk, oh, clean air after that. There, Go walk not, in the courtyard. There's not one person on the show that I like. Not one <laughs> single person. Everybody's an a-hole on uh, this show. Oh, uh, yes. All right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, at Fox Sports Radio, 15 minutes from now. I'm going to play a fun little game here. Uh, there are uh, some uh, interested teams and in a certain player in the NFL uh, that we will uh, try and see uh, how many we can get correct here, so that'll be a, a fun conversation conversation here again uh uh, 15 minutes from now on fox sports radio uh so the details are out the i guess these are the final details of the uh deshaun watson trade i don't know if anybody knows this but deshaun watson uh he uh, was traded to the cleveland browns from the houston texans uh and i guess uh here's what the houston texans will receive from the cleveland browns uh a first round pick in 2022 2023 and 2024 a fourth-round pick in this upcoming draft, a third next year, and a four in 2024. So uh, six picks in total, including three first-round picks over the next couple of years, I mean, Nick Casario said that he was not going to deal to Sean Watson unless they got a lot in return. Well, they got a lot in return, so uh, congratulations to the Houston Texans. They've got I, uh, six uh, you know, swings of the axe to try and pull some talent on that roster. So,
5: Jonas, you love to judge boxing matches. Yep. Uh, I, I like to judge these sorts of transactions, and usually you can't right away. It's hard to have any sort of initial judgment because you need to see how this whole thing plays out. However, you have to think that Nick Casario is a huge winner in all of this. I mean, this is a situation that he inherited. Remember, I mean, part of the frustration with Deshaun Watson, at least from what was reported initially, was issues with Cal McNair, and then not having a more of a say in who they hired as coach, who they hired in general manager. Those sorts of things leaked their way into the media. Well, for a guy who wasn't supported by Deshaun Watson or wanted, and then dealt a situation where he had a player who still has 22 pending civil lawsuits against him, who does have an injury history, and is battling all of that and sat out last year, he still found a way to find a suitor for him to get an asking price that is one of the all-time historical trades we've ever seen in the NFL. He did a phenomenal job. Yeah. I mean, he it, it's, it really goes to show you, you know, patience can still be on your side. And And I was wrong about this. I really felt like before last season – The asking price would would only kind of go down as things dragged on and other options were there. But with the way the situation in Cleveland got maybe less tenable with Baker Mayfield and how he responded, and maybe that created desperation on behalf of Cleveland, whatever the case is, he created a market of teams, and he was able to get an absolute haul for Deshaun Watson. Now, whether or not it works out for the Browns or for the Texans with those picks – I don't know, but the fact that he got all of that, which was, again, an additional pick more than what we thought after the initial trade. We thought it was only five picks. It was the 2022 fourth-round pick we found out about once the transaction was complete that made it six, and to me just goes, holy cow, man. I cannot believe all the things considered, they were able to get that for him.
3: Can I ask you guys a question? All things considered, for Cleveland to do something so out of character, outside of, of their, you know, history of how they do things, what makes this trade justified? Meaning, what justifies it? Uh, what what uh, has to happen? Oh, I mean, gosh. I would say for Cleveland, because, I mean, it's already justified for, <laughs> um, for Deshaun and even for Houston. I mean, and,
5: and Bowl, Houston. Right? It is, I mean is it though? is it a Super Bowl? Oh, it's not multiple. It's, it's not multiple. Super- it's a. No, it's too hard to win multiple. I think.
3: I mean, you you would need. You've sister- given up. Like you've mortgaged your future. Like this is. This, you haven't heard of something this. Crazy sense. It's like two times you can say that. Like okay. it's yeah. like the Herschel Walker, they, he, the Ricky Williams trades. Like those were ridiculous. Do you think traits. if they don't
4: win a Super Bowl, it's a failure? Because I don't. If they have sustained success <laughs> and they're a perennial playoff team for the next five, six years with
3: Deshaun Watson, I don't. I don't consider that a failure if they don't win a Super Bowl. Well, he, I, I'm, was, I'm asking you guys your yeah. opinions yeah, on yeah. it. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's a right or wrong. You
5: know? uh, yeah, I, I think Super Bowl is is obviously the goal. Like, you don't make a move like this. You don't sign him to a contract like that unless that's your goal, right? You're taking a huge risk, to your point, LeVar, in mortgaging your future, at least for the next three years, in draft capital and saying, we don't need those picks because we like what we've got and we feel like this guy will help elevate everyone else out around him. And we'll be able to to make the most of what we got with the picks we have or the money that we're going to have in free agency to spend wisely and, 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 you know, fulfill our our needs within our team. Mm. That's the thought behind it. But I think there's no doubt you take a swing like this, it's got to be Super Bowl. Like, I'm with you, Jonas. I think sustained success will be welcomed if you're a Browns fan base. But this is historic, man. I mean, we've never seen a contract like this in NFL history. You know, there, it's, it's, you know, you're know going back to Herschel Walker, LeVar, yeah. as far as the last trade we've seen like this. So I, I just think it has to be bigger than just sustained success. It's got to be a Super Bowl. And I think the interesting thing about the perceived risk is it's not that big of a risk in the sense of the three first-round picks because I look at it and go, well, aren't you going to give him three years there anyway? Like, like, let's say, for example, we're trying to determine whether or not this is going to work out. Don't you feel like three years from now, we'll have a pretty good idea of whether or not it's working out or maybe four for yes. that matter?
3: Yeah, 100%. But don't you so, feel like they only like they have to have like, if the but hold on. The so, pill, let finish, good, so let me finish. Good, so, good, so, good. so at
5: the end of that, after you have exhausted not having that draft capital for that three years and you're into year four, you kind of already know where you're at. And it's like you got him under contract for another two years. At that point, you can move on from him. You know, depending on if there's a restructuring, you could make something else happen. It's just there's at that point, like you're saying, okay, we took this big swing, we struck out. You know, those th- past three years, that was three strikes. We're out. We got to move on from Watson. But like that's kind of the alternative, right? I mean, if this doesn't work out after three years of not having a first round pick. You know, hopefully you're not selling, which the Cleveland Brown fan base has done this for years, you're not selling optimism as far as the draft and who you're going to get. You're selling, hey, come buy season tickets because we're really good, and we've got a shot at winning a Super Bowl. And if you're not by the end of the three years, you're back to selling, hey, guess who's going to be our first round (laughs) draft pick in in, in 2026, 2025, or whatever it is.
3: I just... (sighs) I think because of everything that has gone on and that surrounds Deshaun Watson, it makes it a, a more complicated proposition to prove justification of the move. And if I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, if I'm the Cleveland Browns organization, you have to be assuming on how aggressive they move to make this happen. Huh. That they need to have, I hate to say it, but, instant, but they need on. to have, hold on, let me finish, let me finish, I'll let you guys finish. I think you have to have instant success with Deshaun Watson to justify what it is that they've given up to get him. Meaning what, right, division? I, I mean, division play, I think that's a start. Playoffs. I think that's a start. I mean, I think if they, if they, have, a, if they have a failure of a, of a season, if they don't make the playoffs, if they limp into the playoffs if if they barely get into the playoffs i don't i mean depending on what they do if they were a one and out then i think that there's going to be a lot of blowback on that and there will have to be because of how aggressive the move was to get him you want to see a, 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 an immediate impact right or or it doesn't seem right to take the risk and not because it's not right to take the risk on a good player It's the PR uh, too. There you go. Yeah. That to me, that's that's how I look at it. Here's
5: the thing though, if people are frustrated or upset with what's happened off the field for Deshaun Watson and you're a Browns fan, (laughs) where the hell have you been for Kareem Hunt then? (laughs) Like in all seriousness. Which has been much more public and well documented what took place there. Like you can't be all of a sudden enraged now if you weren't enraged then. <laughs> can I? Like can I'm I sorry, that's this? just hypocritical or ignorant if people didn't understand what happened with Kareem Hunt. Ooh. So I mean, two different scenarios, but similar nature of uh, if if what's being alleged is true with Deshaun Watson, it's heinous and it's awful. So spare me the whole – well, now I'm enraged. Well, you should have already been enraged because Kareem Hunt's been there playing for them for two years now since that incident happened. But I digress. Look, the Browns fan base, all right, will accept him obviously with success – much like they accepted the return of LeBron James, who literally left them oh, high God, and yeah. dry of the decision in a school in Akron <laughs> when he donated millions. And everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> you're, you're leaving? And, you, you, and you we're groveling. We're
4: groveling yeah. when he came back. Please, yeah. we'll take anything. Don't yeah. you
3: guys think that the the Kareem Hunt is, and and call me crazy, but it's like, all right, I can handle a linebacker being a a. a you know, not so smart or not, not so great person. I can handle a running back coming up short in the morale uh, category and column, but for quarterback to be in question, I mean, would we say that there's, there's possibly a difference in weighting those, those, Mm. those positions. I, I think that if the face of your organization is in question character wise, I think that's a bigger issue than to say, you're, you know, more so it's hypocritical that you didn't feel this, this outrage with Kareem Hunt. Well, Aaron well, Hernandez back was back
5: too. it was way more violent. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and that's the difference. Is I'm not trying to make this an apples to apples comparison. I'm just trying to say, like, if this is what you're outraged by, which what's being alleged isn't as violent. I'm not saying it's not as harmful, but it's not as, as violent and public as far as what we know happened. Yeah. We saw what happened. With the Kareem Hunt situation.
3: Yeah, we did. We I, saw
5: that. So that's it's different with the way it hits like that. I'm just saying they're both like you should be outraged by both. You shouldn't be going, oh, okay, it's a quarterback. It doesn't matter the position. It doesn't matter. Like hateful acts, wrongful acts are acts. And they it should be – Judged the same, even though they're not exactly the same. In this instance, I just I couldn't stand reading the outrage from people like they had never realized that a Browns player had had any sort of tra- past transgression. Yeah, because
4: I'm sure none of them uh, cheered for uh, Kellen Winslow when he got a touchdown or anything like that when he was there. So uh, yeah, hey. there's nothing. I'm just saying, like it just if we want to play this game, we can go through every roster in the NFL. Somebody's got a checkered past, I'm sure. Like it just like this idea that people want to you know use this as their opportunity to say, well, I, I'll never root for the Browns. Again, okay. All right, sh- sure, you won't. All right, sure. okay Whatever you say, it just feels like it happens
3: all the time. Well, I went to um, Penn State, so I certainly. Well, you know, we have a, some guys uh, with checkered past. Yes. Uh, very, very checkered. I've, you know? I've heard. Yeah. Uh, all right,
4: it is uh, two pros and a cup all of joe here, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up next, uh, the future for one player in the NFL. Uh, we have some numbers that might lead to a little bit of a surprise. We'll get to that for you right here on FSR. Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at oreillyauto.com 2pros. That's oreillyauto.com
2: 2pros. Be sure to catch live editions of 2pros in a cup of joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
4: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, it is the quarterback carousel in the NFL. Uh, More uh, signings, deals, happenings around the league. We'll get into that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place find your next great hire visiting indeed.com slash credit so we talked about the uh, situation for Baker Mayfield uh, he is uh, still trying to find a team he wanted the Indianapolis Colts unfortunately the Colts have gone in another direction and so uh, so they have now have uh, Matt Ryan at quarterback and so the uh, the discussion is well, where the hell is Baker Mayfield going to end up well I do have right in front of me right here right now A list. Odds on teams favored to land Baker Mayfield. I have got a top five here. Uh, This uh, courtesy of Sportsline Oddsmakers. So uh, anybody want to uh, take a couple of spins here and see uh, who's on this top five list for Baker Mayfield's most likely next destination in the NFL? Anybody uh, want to
5: go first? I, I, can I buy Seattle? Uh, Seattle please? Seattle's a favorite. Plus two hundred.
4: Okay. Uh, okay. Seattle's a favorite. Uh for you that. uh for you rookies out there, that means a hundred wins you two hundred if you bet on the Seattle Seahawks. Lavar? Mm. Let's go with New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans, not on the list. Not on uh, the list. The New Orleans Saints on the list. Jane, yeah, uh, yeah, Carolina. Is there. What about right. Carolina? Uh, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Brady Quinn, they're number two on the list. Oh, Plus wow. 300. Yeah. Again, for you rookies, 100 wins you 300 if you bet on the Carolina Panthers. There you go. Uh, LaVar, anybody else uh, you want to throw on that list? Any, uh, any other teams you think might be uh, a potential landing spot for Baker Mayfield?
5: I mean, man. A certain
4: somebody
3: that just may have uh, traded away a quarterback... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Atlanta's going to do it. Are you sure they're not on this list? I mean, maybe they're on the list. <laughs> Didn't uh, they just sign Mariota? Yeah, LeVar, Atlanta is on the list, correct? Yeah, uh, LeVar.
4: Levar. Yeah. It's yeah. a right. plus 500. Weddlegood LeVar. Uh, so yeah. uh, 100 wins you
3: 500 there for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. It's very mean, uh, mean of you guys the way that transaction just went. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you mean? mean. I'm what for do you, you? mean? You know, that, was a very, that was a whole lot of sarcasm. No, involved lesson, I'm in that. trying to groove this for yeah. you. Yeah, that wasn't one of my choices. I, I mean, I just didn't. I, I thought that they brought Mariota in, and they maybe wouldn't go after Baker after doing that.
5: Have um, we? But, seen the details of that contract, have we? Uh,
3: the Mariota,
5: yeah. Just
4: that it's a, a two-year deal. I don't. I don't know what that. That's means. what I'm saying.
5: Um, I, I think when you see the money, that'll give you an indication of maybe where the. Well, we'll just yeah. wait for uh, for well, Mike Well, clearly, Florio if, gets, if uh, the odds makers
3: it. are saying that, that's number three on the list that they're not really into Mariota that much. Uh, There are two other teams, two other teams on this
4: list. San Francisco? One of them is a surprise. Uh, No, not San Francisco. One of them was actually mentioned earlier in the show, was mentioned earlier in the show as a potential spot. An AFC team.
3: Uh, Oh, Pittsburgh. No, not Pittsburgh.
5: Oh.
4: An AFC team. Think – Think a coach who's not afraid. Oh, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee yeah. Titans. They go. they are also on the list. Uh, yeah. And uh, sure
5: isn't afraid. Yeah,
4: that's uh, yeah. Mike yeah. Frable is uh, is not afraid to lose a a, yeah. a part a of Twitter himself. with
5: Tom Compton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Is it or was Boy. it Will Compton? I think it was. I think or it was Will, Will Compton. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Will Compton, uh, who pointed out that Mike Vrabel uh, told him during a practice when Will Compton went down with a leg injury, Mike Vrabel said, and I quote, uh, "Can we get somebody here on the field who's not a bleep?" And he had a broken leg. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and, it, uh, it would be another name for a cat. Just yeah. To, just to get that out
4: and, there. And uh, Vrabel uh, replied to him on Twitter and said that might explain why you're so slow. <laughs> He goes, dot, <laughs> dot, dot, the broken leg. He doesn't. He just, Rabel does I not care. Him. I uh, love him. Uh, the other team uh, on this list, uh, the Detroit Lions. Lions. Uh, that was, was, was
5: going to be like, my guess if uh, I had a next guess. not
4: Baker's running out of spots, man. Like, where's he going to go? Like, he's literally running out of spots in the NFL. Tennessee
3: is a great place for him to go. But other than that, I don't, you know, it doesn't look good for him. I mean, God, what a Giants?
5: See how things go with Daniel Jones. Like, yeah, I think that's a good roster. It's a good situation for him. I'd like yeah.
4: that. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a fun uh, fun watch as well too. Uh, all right, it yeah. is uh, two pros and a couple of Joe on Fox NFL, Sports Radio. You know. Oh, USFL! The USFL! Could... That is out the insulting,
3: Fox. Lamar. Yeah, I'm just saying.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.